Payments Podcast from Bottomline Technologies. Greetings and welcome to the Payments Podcast. My name is John Gaffney. I'll be your host for this episode that will detail an important new innovation in fraud defense. Confirmation of payee is well known to UK consumers as a hedge against the scourge of authorized payments fraud, but it has not up until now been easily accessed by businesses. That has changed. It is now available and it represents a once in a generation change in how UK bank accounts are verified. To discuss the features and benefits of COP for Business, we're happy to have bottom line senior product manager, Mark Besh. Mark has spent more than 15 years in the payments business, including senior roles at Experian, where he cut his teeth in the fraud defense area. Welcome, Mark. Thanks, John. I'm really looking forward to our chat today. Yeah, me too. This is gonna be a, a good education for all of us here. So before we get a chance to ask you to unpack COP for Business, a little background. Um, for our listeners that might not be completely up to speed on the topic. To understand COP for Business, let's rewind the calendar to 2017 before the pandemic accelerated fraud vectors of many different varieties. When making a payment to a person or business, a consumer would provide their bank or payment service provider with their bank sort cord, I'm sorry, bank sort code, account number, and name <coughs> the recipient. Consumers were then left to their own initiative if they wanted to confirm the reality and legitimacy of that recipient. And between 2017 and 2019, authorized push payments fraud skyrocketed from 38,000 cases, exacting a toll of 108 million pounds to 114,000 cases and 317 million in losses. It was clear the payments industry needed to take action. In 2020, PayUK launched its SaaS-based overlay service, confirmation of payee to provide banks in the first instance with a line of defense against APP fraud. So Mark, that's a little background. Can you start us off with a quick primer on how confirmation of payee works? Oh yes, sure. It, it's a, a very straightforward service uh, and it does something that historically many people mistakenly believed already happened when they sent payments. Um, and it does it in a really obvious way uh, by requiring that before uh, a payment is made to a new payee that you verify the name of the person or the business that you're paying and that it, the name matches that held by the account holding bank. Uh, if you look at it from its simplest level, it highlights where uh, the name matches the name held by the bank or if it's a close match. So it allows for things like spelling mistakes, variations mm -hmm. in spelling, so things like Claire, Claire, and Claire, three different ways of spelling yeah. that name. Yeah. Uh, nicknames, so Jen instead of Jennifer, Sam instead of Samuel, uh, and identifies where things don't match. Uh, in an ever smaller number of cases, it will highlight where an account can't be checked, and that's because it's held by a bank that isn't part of the confirmation of payee service as yet. But what it does, though, is put control of going ahead with the payment back with the payer and they mm -hmm. get to make the decision based on the response that they get. In the case where they get a close match, they'll get the actual name come back, the name that's on the account, okay. uh, and that gives them some help to, to guide their decision. Uh, and something just to call out, I guess, as we go through this, is whilst we're focused very much on the consumer-initiated payment side of this, that logic's equally applicable to finance teams. So they do have business banking apps that would allow them to do a similar kind of thing as a consumer making a payment through a payment page. Well, thanks for that. You know, and I think it's worth pointing out, initially, only six high street banks were mandated by the payment service regulator to adopt COP. Now Pay UK has expanded the service to about 400 banks and payment service providers. 
They have a mandate of either June of this year or June of 2024, depending on transaction volume. So we're here to discuss that expansion outside of online banking and apps to making this service available where businesses needed to be most effective. So Mark, could you tell us a little bit about Cop for Business and how it might be different from the consumer product, if at all? Oh, yeah, sure. So, so to date, the, the focus has been quite rightly on preventing fraud for authorized push payments. So from our perspective, we're talking about faster payments and chaps for bank-to-bank payments. Um, in 2021, that was close to £600 million worth of fraud. And, mm. and the drive is around uh, ensuring ubiquity of service across the banking network as a priority. Um, you mentioned the continued service expansion. Uh, to put that into some context that, that, that's useful for people, I think, is that by October last year, uh, we saw almost 60 banks participating in COP, and that covered 92% of UK faster payments. Okay. And by October this year, um, we're looking at around 90 participants and 99% coverage. Um, but for payments that are initiated outside of that sort of bank-to-bank environment, access to the service has been a challenge. Um, if you think about where you access the COP service, it's within internet banking or an app, and that's perfect for consumers, uh, but more of a challenge for businesses. So um, access to online banking within a business is generally limited, usually a small number of people in the finance team. And that doesn't really align very well with verifying payees, even if you were to put resource into that team. What businesses needed is the ability to verify accounts at the point where the data is captured. So while the customer is still engaged with them so they can fix any errors straight away. And, and that's where confirmation of payee for business fits. Simple API that can be embedded into processes to verify account details at the point where they're entered. So that might be you know, a phone app, uh, an internet page, a call center where somebody's calling in to provide information, or I guess less common nowadays um, post-COVID, but it could be face-to-face in a store too. Yeah, But the key thing is it's at the point where the customer's engaged and the business can correct the errors immediately when they're encountered. But, and as I, as I understand it, Mark, PayUK is a key player in developing this service, correct? Yeah, that, that's right. I mean, PayUK have done a great job developing confirmation of payee uh, under the guidance of the, of the payment services regulator. And they've driven the mandates for the service and, and the growth in participation. Um, they provide the core service that all the participants use to communicate with each other. They set the standards. They make sure all the participants, like ourselves at Bottom Line Payment Services, meet those standards and follow the rules. And they drive the roadmap for new features and capabilities. What we've done is we've opened up access for our customers to enable them to access the service at the most effective point in their business process. So on the surface, Mark, to somebody that's kind of a civilian like me, <laughs> um, it looks on the surface like a straightforward fraud defense, but look closer, and there's actually two other areas that corporate business impacts. Can you tell us about those? Uh, yeah, you're right. Fraud prevention is number one, um, but okay. it's not the only benefit that customers tell us about when we talk to them. So, you know, we spent some time over the last six months or so interacting with customers through roundtables and webinars. Um, one of the biggest messages we got from them is that electronic verification of uh, payee accounts is by far the most streamlined and cost-effective way to confirm the information. Um, but the big challenge that they've had is data coverage. That's often cited as a frustration, uh, as that has direct impact on costs. Um, so where somebody can't electronically verify an account, they have to go through a manual process, and that might be sending in or uploading documents. 
you need resources to verify the information. You chase customers because they haven't sent the information in. And then there's always that potential for attrition that the customer just loses contact altogether. And all of that has a cost impact. So the, the data coverage that COPS already achieved, so that 99.2%, sorry, that I mentioned earlier on, and right. 99% by October, that, that's significant, particularly for business accounts where historically we've seen real challenging um coverage in terms of identifying how we can electronically check those. Uh, the account coverage of COP would allow businesses to achieve operational efficiencies by increasing the number of their customers they can verify without manual intervention, and then have that consequential drive down of manual intervention costs. With COP for Business, we can do that for our customers, because again, going back to the original message, they can embed our service at the right point in their business processes to achieve that ambition. Let's rewind a bit. That was very well said. Good stuff there. Um, so we talked about the benefits here of providing a more effective method of accessing confirmation of payee. Can you give us a use case in which a business might be threatened by fraud and kind of match that to the features we've discussed? There's lots and lots of examples, but you know, we're on a podcast, so we'll try and keep it short. <laughs> I, I just focus on one. So uh, one that's quite a good example, because I think everybody understands it, is around uh, business email compromise. Right. Uh, so uh, example here is business receives an email or maybe even a letter uh, from a supplier asking them to update their payment details as they've moved banks. It looks genuine, but mm -hmm. verifying the change can be a real challenge. Um, lots of cases when we talk to customers, supplier onboarding and updates are manual. And there's no electronic process around that. Um, supplier checks often aren't integrated into business systems. Um, the finance teams who have access to um, banking portals are too busy to do those checks on behalf of the accounts payable team. Or if they will do them, they might say, well, I'll do anything that's above, say, £10,000. Um, so there's a minimal number of requests to them. Um, some companies outsource, use third-party providers to do that bank account validation and verification. Okay. Or they go through that manual process we mentioned before where they ask people to send in additional information or interact with them to gain more insight into the change. Um, but even worse, quite often, supplier accounts get put on hold. So if they can't verify the account details in a timely manner, uh, there's a chance there'll be an impact on the relationship between the supplier and the business. Uh, and with a lot of people signed up to the UK's prompt payment code, there can be some challenges around that too. What we see from COP for Business is that that will allow um, any part, really, of a business to uh, access the COP for Business, the, the verification service um, for any team. So you remove those delays in performing checks. There's reduction in that risk of fraud because you're not applying a threshold to say which ones you're going to check because right. of resource challenges. Uh, and you're minimizing that delay around uh, prompt payments. So you're making sure you're checking it as quickly as possible, uh, minimizing the overall impact. So these are very early days for COP for business specifically. Um, and as, would, as, as I think happens with any kind of technological advancement in this business, there's going to be uh, the, the class of people that want to get right on this, and there's going to be a class of people that a little bit more complacent. Could you tell us whether or not you think businesses need to share a sense of urgency right now in adopting COP for business? Personally, I, I think they should. Um, yeah. We know that fraud's been redirected away from the participant banks. So any payments between COP participant banks within that network um, 
the insight we've got from the regulator is that payment fraud has moved away from participants to non-participating banks. Mm-hmm. So whether that's um, uh, payments from a participant to a non-participating bank or from a non-participating bank who can't check anyone. Uh, and the reason they're doing that is because it negates the protection the service delivers. You, you know, that you, you can't perform the check that you'd like to do. With that drive that we're seeing from um, the, the PSR to to push more and more banks onto confirmation of payee, right. you know, moving towards that 99% coverage, 450-odd banks uh, in, in 18 months' time, um, we know that the fraud isn't going to go away. It's just going to get redirected. I mean, that's all we really do, isn't it? We push it to the next easiest target. Um, I think that anyone that's not using COP to check payments details is under greater fraud risk. As we move it from banking, it will move somewhere else and it's likely to move into the business world. I think that's a reality. Mark, you've packed a ton of information into about 13 minutes here. Kudos to you. (laughs) I do have one final question. So if I am a UK business, how do I get in on the action here? How do I adopt COP for business? I mean, to me, the best way to um, access confirmation of payee is through an API. So really talking to your um, bank as, as to any services they may be able to to offer. As mm-hmm. I say, we offer this to our customers through bottom line payment services. Okay. Uh, I think if you're looking to build a business case for why you should use confirmation of KE, payee, sorry, um, don't just focus on the fraud element of it. Yes, it is a really big part of it, but also remember that those operational efficiencies reduce the cost of onboarding customers because you can check more at the point of capture and you're reducing those overall costs of, of, of manual verification. So there's, there's three parts, I think, to any business case that you may put together. Well said. Well said. All right, that's a wrap. Mark Bish, thank you so much. Um, Mark Bish from Bottom Line, Senior Product Manager and uh, very much involved in confirmation of payee um, here at Bottom Line. Um, So we're calling this episode Confirmation of Payee is now open for business. And Mark, I want to thank you for telling us how that happened and how they can get involved. Okay, thank you. Please access Payment Podcasts wherever you get your podcasts, whether it's SoundCloud, Apple, or Spotify. And we'll see you next time. From Bottom Line Technologies.